0: John Wesley was, in fact, the founder of the United Methodist Church, as, as we know it today. And Wesley was a great theologian. He was a deep thinker. If you would read his writings, if you would read his sermons, they take reading and rereading to really get the, the whole jest of, of what it is he's saying, just because he's so intellectually gifted. But he's also immensely practical. Wesley has what are known as the three simple rules. Apart from all of the deep theological implications, he comes back with these simple rules that reflect the very love and heart of God. Today, we're going to start into a series of three messages. Do no harm. Do good. Stay in love with God let's start with do no harm. One of those things that seems as though it would be very, very easy to do, but somehow, somehow we don't always hit the mark. You know, we're representatives, you and I. We're representatives of Jesus Christ. As such, it's important for us to really wrap our head and our life around what it is that, that is a positive reflection of Jesus. Certainly we'll do that more effectively sometimes than others. We're all going to stumble. If we we were able to live it out completely, Jesus wouldn't have had to die for us, but he did. And in in that, we are called to be representatives of Jesus. Not only to do the things that Jesus did, not only to say the things that Jesus says, but even the more challenging part, to change the way we think. That will influence the way we live. Actions, my friends, speak louder than words, right? I remember my parents saying, do as I say, not as I do. That's terrible advice do as I say not as I do there are Christians that follow that very philosophy do not be one of them what we say matters but what we do speaks volumes the way that we treat others the way that we interact with our family and our community that is the witness of Jesus Christ Wesley understood that. He understood the power of being intentional in doing no harm. Not only in the things we do, but in the things we say. And Jesus reminded us that if we think it, if we have it in our heart, we've the same as acted upon. Where did Wesley come up with this? Now, Wesley is a bright guy, but everything in Wesley's life tied back to scripture. He didn't just start espousing things, he tied them back to a foundation that was firm, and today directs us back to that very foundation. We're gonna be in the book of Exodus this morning. We're gonna be in the 20th chapter of Exodus, Hearing words, I think you'll find familiar. We hear this. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on earth below or the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them for I, the Lord, your God, I'm a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of their parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath, by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor, do all of your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that's in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land that the Lord your God is giving to you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male or female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Three simple rules. They boil down to this. It matters how we live. You know, as we think back, when Moses brought us that word, he'd been on the mountaintop. God had written those words in stone as he carried them down the mountain. He had to think, this is great. Surely God's people can do these things. God had to think, surely my people can do these things, yet we can't even if we can carry them out to the letter of the law. And my guess is no one here murdered anyone last night, right? Tell me you didn't do that, okay? Or did you? See, Jesus says that whether we actually do them isn't the important part. It's, did we think about them? And maybe we didn't take an axe and strike someone, but... Did we murder their reputation? Did we murder their dignity? See, we have to think about all those things. When we talk about doing no harm, Wesley didn't confine it to just physical action. He said it encompasses all that we are. Doing no harm is its something we need to be intentional about. We need to think about now we're all going to mess up from time to time. I do it often. But you ask for forgiveness. And I'd love to say, I won't do it in the future, but, but it will happen. The task is to not be intentional and to, when we realize we've done harm, to try and make it right. To at least ask for forgiveness. To seek the heart of God. Do no harm. Do no harm is a big deal. And as Christian people, we need to take that very, very seriously. James tells us that that the thing that we really need to watch is our tongue because it can do tremendous damage. It can do tremendous harm. Do no harm seems pretty basic, seems pretty elementary, yet without being attentive to it, without making it a focus of our life, my friends, it will happen. How can we, how can we somehow put a hedge around that? As much as we may try, We are limited by our own capabilities. We're limited by our humanity. But here's what we know. Through the grace of God, all things are possible. When God gave Moses the Ten Commandments, it would have seemed that everything was taken care of. All we had to do was follow them, yet we couldn't do that. And God so loved us, so loved us, that he sent Jesus. You know what we did with that, but God loved us anyway and God's grace poured out. And Jesus welcomes us through his Holy Spirit into a different, different, different way of living. I offer this to you. A mean Christian is an oxymoron. Think about that. See, you cannot be mean and be living out the faith. You cannot be mean and be following Christ. Doesn't happen. And I will grant you, you and I have our work cut out for us because there are a lot of mean people out there claiming that they're mean in the name of Jesus. That's ridiculous. It is. It's ridiculous. You cannot be mean in the name of Jesus Christ. You just cannot do it. You can be mean, but you're going to separate yourself from God. And when you become kind, and we want to do that, right? We should always be kind. I mean, go back to the things that your mother taught you as a child. Be kind. Seems like that's common sense. But our culture doesn't always embrace that. The kingdom always embraces that. To be kind. What what does that look like? What does it look like to be kind? Make sure those that are cold get covered. Make sure that when someone's in need, we come alongside. Love our family, love our children, love our parents, love our spouse, all of those things. All of those things, in fact, are are very much an indication of being kind, I want us us to push beyond that. Oftentimes, by sin of omission, we're not kind. Let me give you an example. You're pulling off I-29, you're on the exit. And you come off the exit and you come to the stop sign. And there's a person standing over there, okay? Now, I'm not talking about you should pull out your billfold and give them money. I'm I'm not an advocate of that. There are ways in this community we have established to help folks. But here's my guess, is that you intentionally do not look at them. Or if you're downtown and you see homeless people, what do you intentionally do? Not look at them. So you know what we've said to them? You don't matter. In fact, more than that, we've said you don't exist. We don't see you. Do you know what the value is in being seen? To do no harm means to not ignore. To be kind means to at least say, I don't know how to help you. I don't know what I can do, but I do know, I do know that that it is an issue that I will continue to continue to seek an answer to. Cuz that is our task. That is our calling. We should always be nice. I mean, you can't always do things that people need, but you can at least be nice. How much value is it to you if someone just smiles at you? You know, it makes a big difference to me. When I just look out for you uh, today, when, when I see somebody smile, I, I feel encouraged by that. Anytime we're out, just be nice. Wesley. He talks about do no harm in that very context. We're going to talk about over the next couple weeks. Some additional pieces to that. Cuz it's it's more than just not doing any harm. That's being a good person. You could look at a lot of religions and they would they would follow that same kind of thought process. But but then next week, we're going to talk about doing good. That really matters as well. When we have the ability, when we see something that needs done, we are to do good. And still, we could say religions around the world, maybe that's their reflection as well. But Wesley was more than just a good Samaritan. Wesley was more than just a good citizen. Wesley understood for that to really happen that we had to stay in love with God. So the three simple rules can't stand alone. They have to stand together. And so this week, as I challenge you to do no harm, I don't want you for a moment to not stay in love with God realizing that we cannot do that on our own. We need the power of God's Holy Spirit to make that happen. We need to submit ourselves before God in a way that says, Lord God, you know me, use me. Lord God, you know my failings, pour out your grace and use me. May God's Holy Spirit moving us in ways that that make make this the beginning of the kingdom to come. Friends, we've got a great week in front of us. If we just keep one thing in mind, one thing, next week we'll add another. But this week, one thing. Do no harm. Let us pray. Lord God, we are thankful that we can come together, that we can we can Open your word that we can explore what your heart looks like, that we might more clearly have your heart, that we might more clearly reflect who you are, and that we could make a difference in our family, that we could make a difference in our church, that we could make a difference in our community. May we stay in love with you and reflect you. We ask that blessing. In Jesus' name.